And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rainbow Skyline Podcast on The Athletic. Nice pass, Jokic! Nice That's in my house. And I told him, listen, if you see me around Denver, Colorado, anywhere, it's all about the Nuggets right now. Rainbow. Hello, we're back at the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. I'm Dave DeFore. Kendra. Dave. I feel like it's been forever. It really hadn't been that long. We did, we did like a draft two show. weeks. Yeah, we did a draft show. But <laughs> it's now officially the new season for me. This is how I'm marking it. So <laughs> welcome to season two. Thank you. It's Yeah. It's been a weird, it's been a weird first season, season one, but I'm happy to be yeah. back for season two. I, you know, it just feels like, I, I think when we look back at these two seasons, they're going to feel like one long season. I agree. There but was the a Lakers, closure. Right. But the Lakers are going to have two titles from it. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Probably. Um, let's see. The big news since we, since we last spoke, uh, obviously free agency. Happened and you know everything went according no not at <laughs> all according to plan. Was it my fault for being so confident that they were bringing Jeremy Grant back and and saying it was the most important thing they had to get done? And of course, it was a no brainer they were going to pull it off. <laughs> I no, feel responsible. Because, all right, no, because that that is what everyone was saying. And when I say everyone, I'm not even talking about fans. I'm not talking about the media. I'm talking about the Nuggets organization itself and Jeremy Grant's camp itself. Like there were sources from both sides saying, we feel confident we are going to get this done and we're going to come to an agreement. The Nuggets were prepared for him to turn down the player option and everyone knew that was going to happen and they everyone was still sure he would be a Denver Nugget heading into this season and he is not he ter- pulled a 180 and, and ended up in in Detroit um you know saying that he wants a bigger opportunity wants to develop a little bit more you know those are some things that he said today when addressing the Detroit media for the first time so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that was definitely a big blow for Denver. I think that that's something that they had checked off on their off season to do list and had been very confident and, and kind of left them scrambling, um, for the remainder of free agency to fill the hole that Jeremy Grant left. The reporting on this, um, you know, as you've done yourself, it seems to, say that they offered him the exact same money and it was purely about role. Did you get any like sense that, that he was unhappy with, with what was happening last season? I mean, he seemed (laughs) like he was in a pretty good spot, you know, like really. And I think that, and maybe it's just because I'm biased because I'm thinking about the last thing I saw, which was, you know, how important he was in the bubble and in the playoffs. But it looked to me like 
there was a definite line of demarcation and you almost had to throw out what happened pre-hiatus with him. And you have to say, wow, they clearly see him as the third most important guy going forward. I, I don't know what role he wants. Right. That that was the confusing part to me, 100%. Yeah. You know, sources were saying that they did offer him that exact same deal that he went for in, in Detroit. And it was a lot about, well, I want to improve on my offense. I want to get better offensively, which of course in Denver, no, he wasn't the big offensive guy. They needed him to play defense. But what was interesting to me about this whole role thing is, okay, you want a bigger role. You had a huge role in Denver. Was it on offense? No, but you were the defensive guy. LeBron James is in town. You're guarding LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard's in town. You're on Kawhi. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're helping out defend Giannis. Like, he had a huge role in Denver and was so important. You know, were his regular season numbers stand out jaw dropping? No. But what they accomplished in the playoffs was greatly due to, you know, his contribution to the team. So it's really interesting to me um, that that wasn't enough. And you asked about, did he seem unhappy and stuff? His personality, at least from the relationship that I built with him, he seemed so okay with not being the guy. And he seemed very content just doing what he needed to do to help the team. At least that's what I you know, took away from, from my conversations with him. So it was just an overall very surprising turn of events. And I think that Denver was really shocked by that decision. I, I was floored. Me too. <laughs> I'll be honest. And, and the thing is, you know, he was a star in his role for them. Exactly. And and I can't – like he was their most important player to a certain degree at times during the playoffs because, as you mentioned, he was guarding LeBron. The best game I thought that they had against the Lakers was the one that, that he kind of went off offensively. And you could see this picture developing of what this team was going to look like the next season. And, I mean, I'll admit, just as a basketball fan, I'm bummed out because uh, the Nuggets aren't as good. They That was a big loss for them. So let's talk about the Nuggets because Jeremy Grant's no longer there. Uh, for them, it really – I think it fast-forwards them a bit and also makes them a little bit less versatile. They don't have that guy who can, who can slide between two, three, and four on defense. And, and now it's going to be a little bit more by committee. It's – the defense that they lost is huge. And even zooming out further than losing Jeremy Grant, they arguably lost two of their best three defenders. If you want to include Mason Plumley, maybe you can And say everyone knows how I feel. But, everyone knows how I feel already. But you lose Jeremy Grant. Um, you lose Tory Craig um, because the Nuggets needed – to add a little bit more size after losing Jeremy Grant. So they went and got Isaiah Hartenstein and they told Tory Craig who they could have given a qualifying offer to, they had to rescind it and say, man, we're really sorry. So you lose those two guys. The only defensive minded guy they have left is Gary Harris. And you're not going to go ask Gary Harris to defend the players that Tory Craig and, and Jeremy Grant were defending. So 
you know, the, the Nuggets pivot and sign decent players in Isaiah Hartenstein and, and Jermichael Green. But yeah, the versatility, particularly on defense, on the wing, it is not there anymore. And I think for a team that heading into this offseason, we were just talking about, they need to find that that last piece to take the next step forward. They're just one, maybe two pieces away from being right there. Well, instead of doing that, they had to replenish what they lost. So it's you know, they're not going to be a bad team, but they are not where they thought they were going to be heading into training camp, which is a worse situ, which is a bad situation for them. Yeah, I, I thought that they were on the tier below. Uh, you know, the Lakers and Bucks mm -hmm. and the Lakers on a tier by themselves, the Bucks below them. And I thought that that the Nuggets deserved, you know, after the run that they've had the last two years, bringing everybody back. Like I was thinking, all right, we should be thinking about this team as as favored to go to the conference finals. They're at least going to be in the hunt. Mm -hmm. You know, if something happens and the Lakers suffer an injury, maybe Denver gets lucky, makes it to the to the finals. You know that maybe they push the Lakers to six in the conference finals. Th that's how I had been speaking about them during the very abbreviated offseason. And now it it's different. We'll be right back after a word from one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The number one guy I would say is affected by this, as far as minutes go, is going to be Michael Porter Jr. Because they now need his offense more than ever because they just don't have the defensive gap filler that they that they used to have. It's it's going to be Michael Porter Jr.'s season. Like it's of course they need Nicolio cuz Jamal Murray to do their thing that goes unsaid, but you're completely right. I think it's really going to be okay, Michael, you had your year of adjustment and now we need that, you know, star that we think that you are, that you have shown glimpses of. And, you know, yeah, our our colleague Nick Cosmider wrote a column after Jeremy Grant left about, hey, maybe this is the time for, you know, Micah Malone's a defensive-minded coach, but it, it might need to be time for him to shed that identity and really lean into the offensive power that this team has potential to, to have because they're not going to get it done on defense. They just don't have the guys for that. And Michael Porter Jr.'s offense is going to be really, really key to just outscoring their opponents because that's what they're going to need to do. I mean, for, as far as lineups go, I mean, they can they can have Will Barton and Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic and Murray and, and Harris, and that's a lot of offense, you know, mm -hmm. and you've got – Monty Morris, who you could put in there if you don't want to go with Harris. I mean, they do have those super offensive heavy lineups. They don't have any defensive lineups, though. 
And that, I think, at the end of games, it's going to be really interesting to see what Michael Malone does. And he doesn't have the Plumlee crutch anymore either. So, like, Jokic, like it or not, you're going to have to find a way to play him in crunch time. Because I I can't believe that they're going to go with Isaiah Hartenstein. Well, I was actually saying earlier today, I was like, maybe this is a great time for Malone to force those guys to play defense. Like maybe this is, it's a real chance for these players to develop their own game because like you don't have a backup plan. It's like, hey, you can't afford to not play defense anymore. You have to figure it out because you are literally our only option. Well, let's, all right, let's talk about some of the new faces that they Mm -hmm. brought in because- you know, obviously losing Jeremy Grant, huge deal, but they did do okay in their pivot. They got one of the better guys that was left available in Jamichael Green, uh, not a replacement for Jeremy Grant in any way whatsoever, but an adequate four guy slash backup small ball five, although doesn't really protect the rim. So, you know, doesn't, doesn't cover for the stuff that Jokic lacks at. But what do you think they're going to wind up doing with him? You think he's going to be starting at the four or is he going to be coming off the bench for Millsap and Jokic? Hard to tell. It's hard to tell right now. You know, Michael Malone is a coach of not a coach of habit is the word that's coming to my mind. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but what I mean is that he goes with his guys and he goes with the guys that he trusts. Um, That's not to say that Jermichael Green isn't his guy because he now is, but he has history with Paul Millsap. He has a, pre-existing relationship with Paul Millsap. And in the past, that has proven a lot. There were people saying that Jeremy Grant should have been starting over Paul Millsap, but Malone rode with Millsap the entire time. So who's to say that now some new guy is going to walk in who hasn't played a game yet with the Nuggets and is going to take his his starting position? It's We'll see what happens. I think that I think that Jamaica Green, one way or another, he's going to get significant minutes. That's for sure. I see him and Paul Millsap probably playing roughly around the same amount of minutes in each game. Who's coming off the bench? Who's who's starting? Who's finishing games? That's it's still a question mark. Um, we spoke to Jamaica Green the other day, and I mean, he said that he doesn't care whether he's coming off the bench or starting, but he said the same. He goes, I just want minutes to be able to actually be able to have an impact on this team. And I don't think that that's something that they have to worry about. I think that he will. And, you know, kind of like you said, I mean, I think his offense will be good for the Nuggets. I think when you look at it on paper, it fits in well with what the Nuggets do. But again, that defense and that versatility just isn't, what Jeremy Grant brought to this team. So I think it's going to be different, but I, I, I think he he will fit in nicely with their offense. Yeah, I think uh, agreed. Offensively, he's a great fit. He's going to be a really solid four guy who, who will actually shoot threes, mm-hmm. which is nice to have, right? Um, he will also allow you to, at times, slide Millsap over as a small ball five, which is something we talked about. Maybe they're mm-hmm. going to be using Millsap more as that Jokic backup versus, you know, Plumley, who's no longer there. Um, other than Jamichael Green, there, there's not a lot of depth on this team, which at the start of last season was they had the opposite problem. They probably had too much and, and <laughs> needed did, to yeah. consolidate. And now when you look at the roster and, and you want to look at the guys who they have, 
that are proven. I mean, there's just not many. You've got my guy, Facundo Compazzo, who I love, but, you know, not proven in the NBA. You got Bol Bol, you got Vlaco Konkar. I mean, it's it's a lot of names of people who we've seen stuff from, and, oh, that's cool, but you're not a real NBA player. Like, P.J. Dozier showed us a lot. I thought he he's probably going to be in the rotation. They're going to need his defense. But – you're relying. This is a Western Conference finalist now relying on minutes, big minutes probably from PJ Dozier. It's not good. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, you look at. I mean, the reason I mentioned getting rid of uh, Tory Craig before because they needed to sign another center because Mason Plumlee left. So they, the only real center they had was Nikola Jokic, and of course Bull Bull as well. But they, they needed someone else because. They, they needed someone else. But then and you, you just go through the positions. Well, you look at the wing position. Okay, you have Michael Porter Jr. and Will Barton. That's it. Period. Right. You Then you look at shooting guards and you look at, okay, you have Gary Harris, who, by the way, Michael Malone didn't say was going to be a starter. You know, he locked in Nicole and Jamal, no one else. So, okay, besides that, like you said, okay, well, PJ Dozier, eh. Maybe, but besides that, who do you really have as shooting guards? And so it's it's going to be a small rotation, and they're going to be asking a lot of a small group of guys. Um, and again, you know, I think in the regular season they'll win, they'll win games, they'll be fine. But again, once you get into the playoffs, that's when I think it's really going to start to to creep up on them. When you add in the fact that they're playing in the midst of a pandemic and positive tests are bound to happen, okay, so you lose a guy for a week. And this isn't like football where if you lose a guy for a week, that's only one game, maybe two if it's like Sunday to Sunday. You miss a week in basketball, that's four games that you're going to miss. So, Well, also, if you're missing a starter in basketball – I mean, that's one of five players that's on the court a lot. Right. Football, you got 10 other guys on the field that could pick up the slack to Unless a certain degree. You're the Broncos, no shade. It's but, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but, listen, I, I still think they should have gotten Jokic to play quarterback. <laughs> that would have been great. We'll be back with more Rainbow Skyline after a word from our sponsors. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. The other challenge that you haven't gotten to yet, I know I'm jumping the gun here, but I I do want to talk about this, is that... It isn't like Denver runs, uh, you know, the most typical NBA offense. Mm-hmm. Certainly, they 100%. run a lot of pick and roll, with, but but the things that Jokic does and the way that Murray passes and the way they get that ball moving, chemistry is so important for this team. It's 
that I think heading into the season, at least is their biggest challenge. You know, you look at the fact that Jeremy Grant left. Yes, that's a big blow to them. You look at all those things, but I think the chemistry thing is, is what's really the challenge lying ahead of them because you're trying to incorporate a whole bunch of new guys, what their role is, how much they're going to play. That's hearsay right now, but like they don't get to work out together as a team until December 6th, which is six days before their first preseason game. And that's workout. Who knows if that means practice, run plays, if that's the entire team, if that's group workouts, who, how many players is that? We don't know. You have like a week ago was free agency. None of these guys have met each other. You can't go out to dinner because the restaurants are closed right. and the league says you cannot have team dinners. The the chemistry was was the Nuggets thing. That was their calling card. They have the best roster return. They have the best chemistry. They've been together for five years. And now it's like... Whoa. Everybody's going to be wearing name tags. <laughs> right. Seriously. I mean, like, it is, it is shocking how different this team looks from now, from the beginning of last season to now. I mean, this is a, this is a, it's a really big deal. I, I don't know if I'm factoring in this enough when I'm thinking about this team moving forward. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. It, it's going to be, I think, like I said, like I'm just being repetitive, but I think early on at least that's going to be their biggest challenge, you know, and you've seen in the, past with other teams what bad chemistry can result in and i the nuggets don't want to be that <laughs> well hey listen I, I, here's here's the, there is a silver line into this whole thing i do believe that if you've got jamal murray and you have nikola Jokic and they're healthy all year you're in the playoffs that's half the battle that's that's fantastic but there's a new little wrinkle that this team hasn't had to deal with yet they actually have real expectations placed on mm -hmm. them now. Yeah. They're no longer the team that that me and Seth Partnow are rubbing on the head and <laughs> saying, hey, wow, we're proud of you. What a great job. Look at you. You pushed Portland to seven games. <laughs> wow, you almost made the playoffs that one year, but you ran into Jimmy Butler. Oh, wow. You made the Western Conference Finals. No. You should make the Western Conference Finals. You've got Nikola Jokic, who's, you know, the best center in the league, unless Anthony Davis is a center. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. you now, you now have guys that should be, it, they should be expected to win games. And so it's going to be really, really interesting to watch this team. That's still super young. Now have expectations placed on them. It's going to be fun. It's, it is going to be, that's one thing I keep saying. It's going to be weird, but it's, Gonna be be fun at the same time, I think. Uh, for Kendra Andrews, I'm Dave DeFore, and this has been the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. Subscribe, give us a review, a good one. Otherwise, save it. Hey. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.